Hey, my friend, welcome to the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author, and I believe that life is too short to be miserable. I learned that lesson a long time ago, and so each week I'll bring you a new episode to help you learn to trust yourself, choose joy, and feel peace. Thank you so much for being here and spending this time with me to work on you. Do me a favor and hit subscribe so I can be in your downloads each and every week. For now, let's get on with the show. Lately, I've found myself in a couple of groups of couples. I've been with friends and in restaurants where I don't know anyone. And being a people watcher, or in this case, a couple watcher, I've noticed moments that are both tender and sweet and others that make my heart hurt. And in both instances, I wonder, are you still fighting for her or for him? Let's take a little trip down memory lane, shall we? I want you to think of your romantic relationship. Go back to the very beginning when you first met. There was a time that you were getting to know each other when you shared about your past, your hopes, and your dreams, and you began planning a future together. There were date nights, they were a must, and conversations were lighthearted with the occasional heavy worry or workplace drama. You appreciated each other and the way you felt when you were together. You were best friends. Fast forward to the present. You have the house, the job, the kids, the cars. You're running kids here and there, and you each have your own interests and hobbies that take time. How's your relationship now? Are you still fighting for each other? I used to believe that marriage, or commitment in general, was a bad thing. Long before my marriage ended, I had adopted the saying that, marriage makes the flowers stop. That was true from my experience at the time. I would get flowers frequently and for no reason at all when we were dating. They'd show up at my work and they made me smile every time. Not only were there flowers, but also movies, dinners, double dates. We spent as much time together as we could and when we were apart, we were on the phone. He did a lot of little things like surprise me by filling up my truck with fuel or taking it to get the maintenance done. I'm a little things kind of girl, and all those things added up as a huge plus. But once we got married, all of that came to a screeching halt. Looking back, I can see how hard we worked for each other in the beginning, and after we got married, we allowed responsibilities and other people to take over. Flowers stopped coming, date nights resulted in change of plans to do something for someone else. Doing little things for each other became, I'm too busy, you're on your own. Some of that was being young and dumb. We were manipulated by family, and we didn't know that we could set boundaries, let alone how. We were broke, and running a home took a lot of our money and time. However, we had enough money for a new truck, or a new horse and tack, for me. The real problem was that we'd already won each other, and we stopped fighting for each other. We started placing expectations on each other, and had zero focus on us. Neither of us were fighting for our relationship. We were simply fighting, not fighting to keep a best friend, but to keep our own level of comfort without having to do anything for the other person. We were trying to please all the people on the outside looking in rather than doing anything nice for each other. It wasn't conscious. All of this was clear when looking back, but in the moment, it wasn't so obvious. So if I asked you that question again, do you still fight for each other? How would you answer that now? Think about it for a minute. I'm going to ask you one more question. 
Why is he or she worth fighting for? Here are some of the answers to that question from people I know. He's my soulmate. She's my everything. He's my best friend. He looks out for me. We've lived through so much together. If your relationship is, eh, that's a hard question to answer. If it's become unhealthy, it's nearly impossible. Let's talk about some ways that you can start fighting for each other again. If it's a healthy relationship, it's worth it. Now, you don't need to do all of these things. Just pick some that you can start right away, but definitely don't do all of them at once. So here are some ideas. Have a conversation. Sit down and explain what's going on. Let your partner know that you want to revive things, that you want to feel differently than you do, that you're feeling kind of in a slump. Be honest, even if you have to be gently honest. Have that tough conversation. You can start saying thank you. Recognize the things that they are doing and the things they're doing right and acknowledge it. Everybody loves a thank you and we don't hear that enough. Surprise them. Do some of the things you did in the beginning. You might have to rack your brain and go back a couple of decades, but do. Find out what you did that made that person happy and start doing that again. Start to get to know each other again. One of the things about time together is you're growing up at the same time and you're each changing as you go. And sometimes we get to where we don't even know each other anymore. So start asking questions, getting to know that person again, getting to know what matters to them now. I promise you it's not the same as what it was when you first met. You can even Google questions to ask on a date. I've actually done that. There's a lot of good stuff out there. And some of them are kind of fun. If you can't answer that question or you're making an assumption, you might want to actually ask it. Put your relationship first. How often do we do that? A lot of times we're putting our priorities as far as to-do lists. A lot of times we put the dishes before our relationship. We put chores We put running errands, we put grocery shopping, all of those things before our relationship. Think of how much different your life would be if you made a shift and put your relationship first. Do the things that really matter. When you start looking at the things that you're doing and you're chasing and you're running, how would it change if you did some of that together? What could things look like if you did that as a team? What if you planned a trip together? Take that vacation. Find a babysitter and take that date. What was your internal reaction when you heard all of that? When you heard that list, were there things that made your stomach tie up in knots? Did your heart start racing? Did your thoughts turn to, that won't work for me because? So all of those are a sign of resistance. It's your clue that you're being vulnerable. Yes, that's an uncomfortable place to be. I get it. But it's also the way to rewire your connection. Last week, I shared what to f- that what you focus on, you find. Put your focus back to your relationship. If you've been together for a length of time, you've both changed and it's time to get to know each other again. It's time to devote that time to making each other a priority. In your heart, you know that your relationship is worth it and you know how to fix it. The hesitation is the fear of being rejected or hurt by your partner. Now, I don't know your situation and I can't tell you what will happen. 
you both may need to put aside some ego and learn some different ways to handle stressful situations. You might even have to own the fact that this might be new for your partner. If you show up ready to give 100%, they might be a little gun shy. They might be wondering what you're up to. That's why it's important to have the conversation. If you feel like you can't, go ahead and start doing little things at a time. They all add up. If you want to be the couple in the restaurant sharing those sweet moments, you're going to have to fight for each other again. All right, my friend, I hope that this episode does some good things for you. I hope you're able to take this information and apply it, revive your relationship, start recognizing ways in which you can show your partner how much they matter to you and revive it and fight for them again. If you even leveled up by 10% this week, just 10%, you can totally do that. And if you just struck a deal with yourself that you would give 10% more this week towards your relationship than you have for the last little while, just think of how much better it would be and how much it would improve. Where you put your focus is what where you will get your results. So put it where it counts. All right. I hope that you have a fabulous week. I would love for you to pop over to my website, check out the show notes and grab your free everyday confidence guide. Go to theheartofconfidence.com forward slash everyday confidence. All right. I will be back in your downloads next week.